Welcome to uh, Mindful Moments of Mars, the audio experience that uses the works of Edgar Rice Burroughs to explore mindfulness. Mindfulness in many ways is like an unexplored thing that needs exploration in order for it to be explored. And listening to The Chessmen of Mars by Edgar Rice Burroughs is one of the ways that we can explore this unexplored thing. Think of it as being like a jungle that hasn't been explored. Let's continue with the story. It was this game, the game being Jatan, that Deja Thoris and John Carter were playing when Tara of Helium bid them good night, retiring to her own quarters and her sleeping silks and furs. Until morning, my beloved, she called back to them as she passed from the apartment. Nor little did she guess, nor her parents, that this might indeed be the last time upon they, the last time that they would ever set eyes upon her. The morning broke, dull and grey. Ominous clouds billowed relentlessly and low. Beneath them, torn fragments scudded towards the northwest. From her window, Tara of Helium looked out upon this unusual scene. Dense clouds seldom overcast the Barsoomian sky. At this hour of the day, it was her custom to ride one of those small thoats that are the saddle animals of the Red Martians. Oh, in case you're not familiar, most of the characters in these stories are Red Martians. There are other colours of Martians, and they occasionally appear and do things. But the sight of the billowing clouds lured her... Oh, also, Red Martians um, lay eggs. I think they all lay eggs. But that's one thing that red Martians do. I guess they're not mammals? I don't know. But the sight of the billowing clouds lured her to a new adventure. Euthia still slept, and the girl did not disturb her. Instead, she dressed quietly and went to the hangar upon the roof of the palace directly above her own quarters, where her own swift flyer was housed. She had never driven through the clouds. It was an adventure that always she had longed to experience. The wind was strong and it was with difficulty that she manoeuvred the craft from the hangar without accident, but once away it raced swiftly out above the twin cities. The buffeting winds caught and tossed it and the girl laughed, ha ha, aloud in sheer joy of the resulting thrills. She handled the little ship like a veteran, though few veterans would have faced the menace of such a storm in so light a craft. Swiftly she rose toward the clouds, racing with the scudding streamers of storm-swept fragments, and a moment later she was swallowed by the dense masses billowing above. Here was a new world, a world of chaos, unpeopled except for herself, but it was a cold, damp, lonely world, and she found depressing after the novelty of it had been dissipated by an overpowering sense of the magnitude of the forces surging about her. Suddenly she felt very lonely, and very cold, and very little. And these are feelings that sometimes we all experience, and we can use mindfulness and breathing when when we feel, when if, if, for example, we're flying through clouds and we thought that it would be fun and it turned out to be kind of sad, that's when we can, we can find our breath. So you find your breath by remembering that you're breathing, 
and then you, you've already done what I you found it that that's it it's you now you're now you're breathing again and you know that you are which is the finding of the breath so let's do a breath 